Manel, are you going to add any of these group girl songs to your playlist? Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I won't have. Me. Will it? Will will this? Will the audio file have subtitles? Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, the only way it's gonna work, right? <laughs> That's true. Oh my god! Well, we got some girl groups coming up. I'm excited about it. So let's stay tuned. Oh. M. Mom! Manila! The trees going out! I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight! Giving everything you got, trying to make it to the top, never ever gonna stop, even if you get the chop, chop, chop. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Well, now it's episode five of Drag Race France, and we may need a little help. So let's get our official chop correspondent, Leo. Hi, guys. Leo, how are you doing? Well, I'm dying from a heat wave in France, but we're managing. Uh, the drag I'm, is so hot out in so France. so hot. It's exactly. Scalding. The girls caused it. The girls called, caused mm-hmm. it. Okay, but well, Leo, I have a question, though, about your kind of heat before we get Yeah. Into. Is it a dry heat or a moist heat? Dry. Oh, so you like Vegas. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. In the cities, it's dry. Mm. Okay. Okay. Now, is um, are all the drag queens in France melting into <laughs> onto the sidewalk? Because, bitch. Well, I went to a, I went to a viewing party uh, for the episode on Thursday, and let me just tell you, they were not happy to be doing drag these days. They were like, mm-hmm. "We did it for the viewing party because y'all paying, but we wouldn't have done it any other way." Yes. See, that's what happens when you wear all that hot couture. You get hot, honey. <laughs> yes. Well, let's get into this episode, honey, because it's a fun one, actually. Um. Yeah, like starting immediately with the mini challenge. <laughs> um, it kind of reminded me of my season. Well, we didn't have to wear funny goggles, but just having to paint each other's face. Yes. It's always... Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I I got the pleasure of painting Latrice Royale's face <laughs> on All Stars One, and <laughs> I had the pleasure of having Latrice Royale paint my face on All Stars One. Nerve wracking, nerve wracking. <laughs> uh, but at least we didn't have to wear kaleidoscope goggles, we right, did. girl? <laughs> we did it. We did it. <laughs> we it did. was so cute when they show like the the like the point of view camera when you yeah. just see like a you just see like a whole yeah. like. Crystallized version of like a whole bunch of big Bertha's faces just like floating around. And oh I'm sure it didn't God. look like that actually. Like it was way worse than that, I I'm think. I'm sure it was worse than that. Um, yeah. who was it? Like you could see like the girls like feeling, feeling where their noses are. <laughs> they're, just, they're like, I'm just gonna like touch go by braille. Face. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. Just do this by braille. Like this is the only way <laughs> we're gonna get through this. <laughs> so the girls are in groups of two. And they have to do these little makeovers on each other while um, 
Well, Nikki Doll just sits there with her mullet, just sitting there reading the newspaper. Like, Nikki, Nikki Doll's like, here, girl, you just go on. I, I got to catch up on some current events. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I thought this was such a cute little challenge. Um, yeah. And <laughs> what, what a silly concept of, like, you know, not just having to do each other's makeup, but, like, having to, like, not like blindfold them because you might, but like I mean, this is basically you blindfolded. I would have had my eyes. Yeah. You can't see shit in there. Yeah, I was afraid that some of the girls were going to get stabbed in the eye with like a little. <laughs> That's the I was too. I was too. <laughs> Especially when you're dealing with liquid liner, because somebody's eyes gonna get put out for sure. Yeah. Yes, yes. Did you have a favorite uh, final look? Oh, Patrice? final. I think I did. Oh my god, I wish I had a picture to see who it was. Um, Oh my god! But it was the contour. The one who, who did all the contouring. She's like, we're just gonna do light contouring, a little. Oh my liner. god! I think and it that, was elite. Ellipse. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. That contour job, and then the powder over it, and you can see <laughs> big brown patches coming through the powder. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't like, even blend. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the funny one was like when uh, so it amused was she was like yeah. they were they were putting the white the white oh highlighter goodness. on it. <laughs> what yeah. was that? I don't know, it was like clown white uh hi- highlight <laughs> so it amused. It came around to it, they, she did blend it. I, I don't know how that happened. She came around and she again. did blend it. She but made the, the most thing, out of those five minutes that they got. The funniest thing was her talking about like like she was putting white powder over her and she was like, Oh, I can feel the privilege. I can feel the privilege. This was amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. too real, too. It's too real. Well, the mini challenge winner is La Grand Dame and Soa de Muse. Yeah. I thought they were, I, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I think it was Soa de Muse that was like feeling around on her face. Like, is this where your nose is? Is this where I'm supposed to put my, is this where I'm supposed to put the makeup? I mean, ultimately, they all look like shit. Right. Yeah, but it was <laughs> the best shit that, you know. It was funny shit. It was funny shit. <laughs> it was funny shit. And the prize that they win, uh, our two winners get to choose the their girl groups for the main challenge. Right, now, because they're team captains. Yeah, see, this, That's the this curse. is the setup. This is the curse. This is the curse. <laughs> you, win, yeah. you win the mini challenge, and then now, now all of a sudden you're against each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how that works. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> So, um, okay, so the Grand Dam picks La Big Bertha and Paloma, <laughs> and So de Muse picks Ellipse and Lolita Banana. Uh-huh. Okay. And then they have to do the Les Surgiquettes. Les Surgiquettes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. That's what I said. It is That's exactly what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that means what the the Jaquette sisters? Yeah, that's a reference to a a band that was called the Les Frères Jaquette. No, Les Frères Jacques, uh, the Jacques brothers. And so they transformed Uh, it to Jaquette to make uh, it feminine. feminine. Uh And also, Jaquette is also an expression we use in France to, like, we say to be, uh, être de la Jaquette, to be from the Jaquette. And uh, it means being homosexual, basically. 
So and it's also little dog- something you wear when you're cold. You wear exactly, very <laughs> which, yeah. which you don't do right now in France because you're having no. a heat wave. Yes, I okay. Mean, yeah, if you want to burn some calories, maybe, but you're gonna. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the La Grande Dames uh, group, they choose the pop mix of our song. And mm-hmm. so it amuse and her team, they pick the rock mix. Oh, oh no, they're, they're the nails. Yeah, the yeah, nails. Okay, yeah. there's, two, there's two different group groups. The Jacquette yeah. Sisters and the Nails. Uh, yes. Um, Which I don't know what translates into France, French. Uh, it's, they chose the nails because it was American. Like, it... it uh, it, oh, it was English. It's, it's universal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, universal? By, by universal, you can just speak English, girl. It's not universal. It's just like, It's universal for us because we can understand it. Yeah. Uh, and like yeah. nails doesn't really translate well. Like if you say nails in French, it's les ongles. It's not like it doesn't sell as much as the nails, I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. All right. I love that there's two versions too. So yeah, you know, because like mm. we we've, we've seen like girl groups where you're like, oh, I have to sit through this song twice now. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get the remix? Can I get the remix? Can I get the rock remix just a little bit, just to mix it up a little bit? Yeah. Which one yeah. would you, which one would you have wanted, Latrice? Would you want the pop mix? Would you want to be a Destiny's I want no. Child? I want to be a rock mix. Total yeah. rock mix. Yeah, I could rock it out. Yeah, the pop. I'm never. I'm not that girl. I'm not popping. Yeah. Well, how about how about a gospel mix? Oh no, see now you want to church. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Jacquette is a biscuit. The sisters oh, yes. are a biscuit. The biscuit are a jacket. Please, yes. we need that remix. We need that remix, Patrice. Oh my God, it's coming to you on iTunes in a way uh. that you can stream. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait till after the break before we can download it off of iTunes. So uh, we'll be right back. I love a girl group challenge, honey. I do too. Like, like this is. You know, it, it shows the camaraderie, yeah, but it also shows you who got that star power. Who's got that star power? Who's, got the, who's got the lyrical prowess? Who's got the recording uh, session, uh, you know, experience? Okay, Correct. so uh, the, the queens have to record with Mark Weld and Fudge. Oh, I don't know yet. who these... Is that is that right? Did I pronounce them right? Uh, I don't... Mark Weld, yes. Torge. It's Torge. 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 Yeah. Okay. Torge. <laughs> I'm assuming that these are the biggest music producers in all, all of in all of France. Maybe yeah, even exactly. in all of Europe. Yeah. Um, even in the world, I think like they they are very well. No, actually, I didn't know who who that was. Yes. Um, was who, whoever, who, whoever knew how to work the sound machine, like the soundboard. You got the job. You're a producer now. Yeah. You're so, now I mean, famous on Drag Race France. They, they gave their credentials. They said they recorded with some French artists who are, you know, they're they're, they're famous. So they, some, yeah. they have the credentials. Yeah. yeah. Um, do they have the credentials to give the licensing rights so that we could listen to a, uh, a, a, 
<laughs> so that we can listen to a lip sync number. Don't uh, get me started. Okay, that. okay. Well, that's later on in the episode. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So the Jaquette sisters, Big Bertha, Legrandem, and Paloma, they record their, their music. Let's just go straight ahead to like they they do their choreography, they recorded their music. Let's just go straight ahead to their actual performance. Yes, let's may do. we? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So straight off the bat, we have like a, it's a very like mismatched group. Like it's it's more I, I would say like they don't really match because I mean they're maybe giving like their own personalities. If it's a yeah, especially if this is a pop pop group. I, there, yeah, there was no, like, mm. visual unity that I saw. But then I was like, maybe they're like the Spice Girls. Because the Spice Girls, like, they don't really look like they're supposed to match. They don't look like Destiny's but Child. they all look like pop stars. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the, with the Spice Girls, they none of them look alike. Like, they don't even have an element that is the same. And here they tried to make, like, uh, they tried to make the wig sound the same. Like, with the same wig color. So, like, it was not even... Oh, that was like, almost... There was some... I mean, I, it's... It's really hard. I, I have to say, like, when you're doing these girl group challenges, you're like, okay, I don't have anything that matches with these other queens because my style is <laughs> yeah. so unique and so different. Yeah. Like, nothing that I brought would match yeah, what bet. you brought. And, like, it, I mean, I can only imagine, like, Big Bertha's going to stand out when she's standing next to these skinny bitches, Paloma <laughs> and La Grande Dame. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mind it too much because... Mm. You know, Big Bertha was like, she was like the lead. She was like the Diana Ross. And the, the other two were like the Supremes. I thought. <laughs> Visually, at least. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I... What do you think about their choreography, though? <laughs> um, I... I thought that I could probably do the choreography. <laughs> I could probably do. The, I thought I could probably do the choreography a little bit better than they they did, and that's saying something, that's girl. Saying a Their lot. choreography was real clunky. It was clunky yeah. and out of sync, and yeah. I I I at first I was I had high hopes for them. I thought, like, oh, okay, they're gonna be great. You know, the energy was mm-hmm. there. And then I was just like, oh, y'all needed one more rehearsal. One more rehearsal. <laughs> one more week of rehearsals, bitch. Girl. Yeah. Let's be real. I think Ooh. what it was is that Paloma was the first one to go. And she really, ha- like, she really was a clunker in the beginning of this number. Like, mm. she yeah. looked good. She looked she like good, a, yeah. Oh my god, she looks so good. I mean, that little outfit was so cute. She, I mean, I think mm. Paloma always looks good. Uh, but maybe in like a still picture because the the, the moves were not they were not there. <laughs> and, and that and that that split at the end. Maybe. <laughs> Girl, if you can't but get also, that cooter all the way down to the ground, then please don't do a split. Isn't that what I say? I said if you can't don't. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. If if you can't yeah. don't. She didn't have to do the split, like because it it wasn't a split. So, (laughs) and she would hurt. (laughs) She wasn't helped with like the audio editing, also because like they put somewhat of an like old school filter on her voice, which like made the the lyrics kind of unintelligible, you know. So like, she wasn't helped by that, like. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't understand a single phrase she said either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
And like you were talking about them being kind of mismatched, but like even in the lyrics, like uh, Paloma talked obviously about cinema and like uh, the Me Too movement in France and uh, the mm -hmm. César, which are our versions of the Oscars, which in the previous years rewarded people who were accused of sexual assault and everything. So she was talking about that. Then Bertha was talking about like, you know, consent and not being objectified as a drag queen, you know, like telling people to stop touching her when she's in drag. And then like on them just talked about fashion. Like yeah. she was like, I'm a fashion queen. I'm going to talk about that. So like there was kind of a mismatch. Like, I, I don't know, maybe like on them could have had like more of a political message to match the yeah. other lyrics. These were all world issues, as you can tell. It was a girl group that looked like some, you know, record label was like, hey, you, uh, you're not going to be a solo artist. You're going to be in this girl group. And you, you're not going to be a solo artist. You're going to be in this girl group, too. And you, you're not a solo artist. You're in this I girl mean, group. There's three different people all that, doing their own. That's how girl isn't groups Isn't that how they are? Yeah. 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 Very, but um, at least, but at least they would like have some kind of like consistency that will like, the, the, the song, yeah, I guess the song really didn't mesh as well either. I have to say, I did like La Grand Dame's handstand and that little moment she had with mm. um, La Big Bertha. You know, yeah, that was great. Where she like, where Big Bertha opens her legs and does a little oh, lyric. Yeah, that, I, was that was like the only was part great. I liked about it. Yeah. And maybe a little bit of uh, La Grand Dame's like shaking of her little, you know, when she like reaches <laughs> back and she kind of jiggles her booty with the little, those little beaded skirts she was wearing. I like oh, that. Oh yeah, that was cute. Yeah, because I, I I think I think La Grande Dame is so fucking gorgeous, and I could look at her shake her ass any day. So yeah. that was the saving grace was Miss Thing going upside down and Lady Big Bertha moving <laughs> her legs and doing that and a little ass shaking. But otherwise, I was unimpressed. Um. <laughs> yes. And then we have our next group come out. The who, who I had to say, like I wasn't. When I saw the group, I was like, I wonder how this is going to work. Because, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Me too, uh, yeah. Lolita Banana is kind of like in her own lane. She's a little fire Um Soa Demuse, I, 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 I figured she was going to do well, but I thought maybe she would, like, overpower the other girls because she's uh -huh. a really good performer. And I, I didn't really have high hopes for Ellipse in this no. particular challenge. No. But, honey, when they, like, turned the corner and they were all mm -hmm. were wearing their black leather Baby, rock and is, roll outfits. Yeah, the, from the yeah. From the jump, honey, they look already, like, way better as a girl group. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, there's, yeah. Yeah. Continuity. There's cohesion. There's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What did you think of this group, Latrice? I thought that the choreography was tighter. I thought that um, they had actually good moments of like, oh, work, bitches. Um, but overall, I thought that I, I, I liked this group better. Yeah, me, same. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. And I, also... I, oh, yeah? Yeah, no, also, like, um, lyrically, like, they... They were also mismatched a little, but like it was more cohesive. Like Ellipse talked about being bullied and being done with it. Mm -hmm. Rita referenced being like she referenced her being called a Numpa Lumpa in the um, reading challenge. Mm -hmm. Then she referenced her culture and being a dancer. So, so like, and like she talked about her culture already, and we know how she, we know how she feels about it. Mm -hmm. And um, so I talked about like kind of being, you know, Benji, and like she is from, you know, uh, well, what we would. 
kind of called the hood of Paris. So, you know, mm. like that made sense, like talking about their life. It was not as not well matched, but it was more matched than the than yeah. the first group, I thought. Yeah, because I think I think they made their lyrics more about like them specifically Themselves. as opposed yeah. to some kind of like r- like random me- a bunch of random messages mi- mished mashed together. Yeah. So like if they're all gonna talk about themselves, then it works because like they're all three different people. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I thought Ellipse. I-, I was I was really surprised by Ellipse. Like she looked fantastic. Mm. She performed really good. Um, I thought she sang great. Um, I also liked Lolita Banana's like um, headbanger moment where she's like throwing that wig around. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Soa Demuse is such a good performer anyway. Like I, I just expected her to like do a, a great job, and um, they they blended really well together. Yeah, yeah, it really felt like a girl group. Like it, it felt like they had known each other for way longer than the show, and like I don't know, like. The fact that they also like went off the stage to go see the judges. I don't know. They 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 just they had have, better yeah, ideas. Yeah, they had moments. Like they yeah. really did. They were interactive with the judges. You were you felt like you're at a rock concert. They were they were they were great. I I, yeah. I like the energy matched. Mm-hmm. Um, I also yeah. like when the when the two the two girls that weren't performing, they would go to the back and they would lean up against the speakers to kind of give the girl in the center of her little her moment. moment. Yes. Yeah. yeah but, they were, exactly. but they were still doing the choreography. I loved their choreography. Yeah, I loved when I they loved like it. went down, touched their toes, they did a little bend and snap moment and and so it amused was like flipping her hair and ooh, it, this and one it was, was not too complicated. It, it, no, right. it wasn't. I was no. like, I could, I could probably learn smart. this dance. It was smart. Well, but, well done. You know, like Soa in the in the beginning of the episode, she actually said when they uh, formed the group, she said, "I don't care about like showing my skills because I showed it in the talent show. Like they know I can sing. What I want to show is that I can make a co a cohesive girl group that works well together. That you know, just does the show, and mm-hmm. she did just that." Yeah, because like you don't like you do want to stand out, you know, because you don't know if you're being judged as a group or if you're being judged as individuals. But you know, you you don't want to like stick out so much that your girl yeah. group, like falls apart with mm-hmm. being cohesive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, like I gotta say, like this was it was cute. I like the song. Definitely, yeah. the nails rock mix was the better one. The better one. Yeah, on repeats. Uh-huh. On repeat. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, it is on repeat on my Spotify. Yeah, like ever since the episode aired. Yes. Well, um. let's play it on repeat again while we take this <laughs> next break, and we'll be back with the runway. Yes, we have a runway. First of all, Nikki doll looks like a fucking doll. She's so gorgeous. I can't even. Yeah. I can't even with her. Our guest judges are Shaim. Shaim, yes. Yeah. And Yanis Marshall. I know Yanis oh Marshall. Oh my God, do you know how fangirly I am? I love, love, love Yanis. He is such a dreamboat. And like... When I think of Boys in Heels, yes. this is the quintessential master mistress of it. Like, yes, honey. Baby, baby. That's 
that's funny you're saying you you love him a lot because when I was at the viewing party uh, on Thursday, the drag the drag queens that were there um, actually had like pretty crazy stories about him, and they were like, "So every time he comes on screen, please boo him." Oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, no. there has been some controversy around him yeah. because of his attitude. But when you are that fucking sickening, he's always been sweet to me. Well, <laughs> everyone's sweet to you, Latrice. You're Latrice Royale. Saying. <laughs> okay, okay. Sweet to me. <laughs> um, but like you know, I think like when you are it with, if you can deliver, then you can be a diva. That's what I think. So he is, he's good in my book. And he, at least yeah. he didn't have to choreograph the girls because remember the last time he choreographed on the yeah. show, oh, and, he was, and he he was making nah. the girls do the most. Like they were all <laughs> professional dancers, and they were like, he's like. And uh, five, six, seven, eight, and you're like, uh, and in the end, in the end, they didn't even use his choreography. One bit of it, yeah, yeah, because it was a little bit too complicated. He was trying to show off a little bit of his skills more than just letting the girls have it. Um, yeah, okay, so our runway is La Nuit de One. One mil milli milli okay. Mille. <laughs> mille la thousand. nuit. One thousand mille I know. La nuit de mille millen. <laughs> okay, so who what? is Milene? Milene. Milene is Milene Farmer, uh, which is she is the best-selling female French singer uh, okay. with thirty million records sold. Um, yeah. Yes, that's a lot in France, actually, and French-speaking co- countries, obviously. I mean, um, sold twelve records, so she's better than me. <laughs> got me beat. <laughs> got me. Got us beat, girl. <laughs> Collectively. And so, yeah, uh, I would say she is like um, our French version of, like, she's to the French what Madonna or Gaga are to Americans, because okay. like Fabulous. her art. Is often used like she's her art is often viewed as controversial because she talks about sex, religion, death, love, and it's all it's also very well thought out with double entendres, uh, play on words, references to art, literature, like everything. And she always has those high concept um, music videos, which like can be considered short films, uh, just like Madonna or Gaga did. And so, yeah, she's a, she's an and icon. How, how, is she, how long has her career spanned? Because she, she seems like she is a, an icon in the music industry. So, like, yeah. well, how long has she been? Since the 90s? Since the 2000s? She started in, she started in 84. Oh, girl. She, oh, she's so almost she... 40 years into it. Okay, so she's like oh. Kylie Minogue status. She's like Madonna yeah. status. She's almost like Cher status at this point. Yeah, and the fun fact is, like, you would think that she would sell a little less now that she's, you know, later into her career. But, like, every single time her albums go straight to the top of the charts, when she does a tour, it's sold out, like, within hours. And, like, even, and she doesn't even do promo. Like, she's very mysterious. She has this carefully crafted image, and she rarely appears into the media. She's not on social media. So, you know, she is just, this mirage icon that all French people and all gay French people love. 
Okay, oh, now Leo, can I ask you to sing one of her most famous songs? Just give us a little twist. Let's, let's, I mean, let's hear let's hear your girl group uh, singing uh, <coughs> skills. Girl, uh, no, you don't want to hear me sing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they used one of her most iconic songs, but like, uh, no, sans contrefaçon, je suis un garçon. No, no, I, I don't, I don't even know the freaking words. You don't I'm know sorry. the words. That's okay. She don't know the words. She doesn't know the lyrics. Oh, she, she doesn't, doesn't even know the lyrics. Okay, I should have so, worn a mask, maybe. Um, <laughs> let's get into the looks. First up, we have Ellipse. And um, she looks... I, I love this outfit. It's, it's like really this... Yeah. It's like a checker print power suit with this like cute little like golf hat. Like, And I'm looking at the reference image, and it is spot on. Spot on. With the, yeah, with the red yeah. hair, with the with the the high waisted pleated pants, like I think the jacket she she uh she exaggerated yeah. up the shoulder pads, but that looks that works great on. I mean, it's on drag. Her. Yeah, it's uh -huh. drag. Yeah, and also it's kind it's always kind of the silhouette ellipse does every time. You know, like she always has these big shoulders and then like um That's like cinched waist, waist. cinched waist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I thought this was cute. Like, if this if this was in my closet, I'd be wearing it right now. Actually, I am wearing it right now. I went over to France <laughs> and took this out of Ellipse's closet, and I'm wearing it right now. And so, uh, like, the reference for that, like, you obviously have the reference picture, but um, so it was, she's wearing that, and it looks very tomboyish because the song she, the song I just sang, and she uh, was singing in the... Um, in the performance is about her being a, to a tomboy. Oh, oh okay. cute. Yes. We love a little like butch, butch queen. Butch <laughs> queen. Yeah. Realness. All right. La Grande Dame. Well, La Grande Dame came out with this like oversized cover up, but she like unzips it. And then she reveals that she is just a slinky, sexy, Gautier inspired, laced up, corseted, mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, this woman is fucking gorgeous. She is. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Now, she took it a little bit, um, she took her uh, a little bit of her own interpretation because her hair is a little bit different from the reference pictures that I'm seeing, but I definitely see the references in the dress. There's like a couple yeah. dresses that she wore that look similar to this. She went with deep cuts for this one because um, Daphne, with, uh, one of the permanent judges, said she didn't get Milan. And actually, like when sending uh, the references picture, I also had to dig kind of deep to to uh, to see it. that, mm -hmm. to find it. Yeah, but you know, like if you go that deep and you look that good, I mean. That's amazing. Ah, mm -hmm. yeah, we like we like it deep, honey. Yeah, uh, we do. Yes. Um, I mean, like Grand Dame is is not gonna is is always gonna try to do something unique. I feel like so it mm -hmm. it makes sense that she would do like a reference that isn't just like the obvious. Correct. You know, because isn't that isn't that always the case? Like you don't want to have like the the night of a thousand Madonna kimonos. You know what I mean? Not that yeah. Again. yeah. You Not don't want again. you don't want you don't want that to happen. So sometimes you just gotta go for the deep cut. Although I gotta say, I think that the Madonna kimono is actually more like the Madonna kimono look wasn't necessarily like one of her most famous looks. Like I would say, like you know, the wedding dress or like the cone, the cone bra would be, more, would be yeah. more iconic. Mm, yeah. But everyone went for the kimono. So <laughs> weird. 
so weird. <laughs> so it a muse looked beautiful in this red, like beautiful brocade, very detailed, long sleeved, long coat. This beautiful coat. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of this, Latrice? I thought the coat was beautiful. I like, I, um, it's kind of like the best she's looked. <laughs> no, no she, she, she kind of no did. <laughs> yeah. She looked really good. I, I kind of love this, this like red hair on So Demuse. Like, I think it looks really good on her. And yeah. it's like this short, like kind of messy, like pixie cut in a way. Like, it's so cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, like, there was a message with that, with that outfit. Um, she, so she obviously was making reference to um, an outfit she wore on tour in 2006. And she included um, uh, an embroidered message, which was Fuck Them All, which is the name of the lead single of the album uh, that that tour was promoting. Um, and it is an album, uh, it is a song who talks about, like, the oppression of men over women and more generally more generally like oppressors versus the people being oppressed so like it was cute for her to like have this moment where she's like you know like drag is all about you know breaking rules and everything so yeah it was great to have this moment challenging gender norms and there was a reveal she took it off and she revealed that she was wearing this like really sexy bandage dress yeah um, and I'm seeing the reference images here, and like it, it was a really yeah, accurate yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. She actually, I, I like Soda Muses better, to be honest. Soda Muse looks looks great. I think so. I think Soda Muses outfit yeah. was beautiful. No, it looks great. Yeah. Is it, are those hands that are wrapping around the top, or is that just a shadow? That's, that's just a shadow. shadow. No, that's shadow. the shadow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Paloma. It was also giving like. I'm sorry. Oh, it was what, giving what? like fifth element. Fifth element, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fifth element. Kind of like, yeah. With the, kind with the of red the hair. Yeah, with the I red think. hair and the bandage, just yes. Multipath. Okay. Multipath. Multipath. Paloma. Paloma. Ooh, Paloma. I, I always She's get so ex- stunning. I, I always get excited with her yeah. runways. Like and, and for Paloma, this this black trench gown it's quite simple for her but like there's just something about like how she styles herself like mm. the over dramatic like 60s bump hair like it's it's so 90s I love it. um and i i just love this look i do too yeah and um i mean she didn't even have to do it because like the the black the black trench was so pretty but she had a reveal yeah um, they even set out the fan for her. I mean, I, I have to say this was like kind of like a slow reveal. Like, I, you know, I saw the fan at the end of the runway and I'm like, okay, so I guess it's going to be something. You knew something some, was happening. Something's going to happen. <laughs> Somebody getting blown. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and oh my God, when she took it off, she was wearing this like flowy white dress and she just looked stunning. Yeah. And she was also like making reference to one of Milen's album, uh, Inamoramento, 
which she said was her favorite. And like she took reference from one video, then one other video, then like the tour outfits, then like the the hair from another video. And she, like, it's just like, it's always like that with Paloma. She's always gonna be extra with all the references and we love mm-hmm. it. Like, Yeah, you just like could just sit there and just stare and f- and discover new things about it. Yeah. I really like this. I, you know what? She, you know who she reminded me of though with this red hair? Michelle Visage when she was on the RuPaul show, the talk oh show. My God. Right? You're right. She not look yeah. just like, I was like, oh, is, is she Michelle Visage now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm seeing it right now. Yeah. Uh, so I know. Remember when Michelle Visage had that bright orange hair back I in the liked 90s? It. She I live. A 90s girl. <laughs> I love this look from Paloma. Um, hopefully it's enough to keep her out of the damn bottom, though. Because, oh, honey, oh, honey. That was rough. Uh, yes. But up next is Love at Bertha. This was a really cool outfit. I really liked this outfit. I, this I was surprised because... Me too. Um, I don't know if the reference was spot on, but... but um. Yeah, they I said it was a little costumey. Yeah, but it's definitely inspired. Said. It's definitely inspired. Yeah, hers is definitely fashion more than costume. Um, but this is something... Well, it, it was created by Go- Jean-Paul Gaultier, so yeah, obviously it's more fashion. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't um, mind it, though, because it's like, you know, you're, you're portraying like a pop star, and pop stars don't wear... N- off the rack clothes or you know they they wear costumes because they go on stage i thought this yeah. was a really really good outfit for la big berta um yeah, so i don't too. know what the problem was with the judges i think they were just i, I think they were judging more on the on the uh, resemblance maybe yeah i think maybe they were judging more on the um accuracy yeah, and and also I think that the the girl group the, challenge was like leaking into their opinion. <laughs> Maybe like I yeah. feel like they were like, yeah, I don't like I don't like this because we're holding. Yeah, we're definitely like still we're still like mad at you for that girl group challenge. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. But I I liked I liked the um I liked how she painted her her beard red. There was just something very different about La Big Bertha's uh, makeup this time. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a transformation. You could tell that she was, I don't know how accurate she was looking like. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, I don't know how much she looks like Meline, but (laughs) Meline, but she looked like she was at least trying. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was different from what we've seen from her. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and lastly, Lolita. Man. Oh, come on. Come on, Miss Lolita. Miss Lolita, um, first of all, like in the workroom when they were getting ready, she does have this conversation where she um, she reveals that she is HIV positive, undetectable. Mm-hmm. And as a, a gay show... On French television, I think this is a really important conversation. And it then is. she she really hits it on the head with the message of her runway. You equal you. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I don't I didn't have to get the reference to um 
the the melon because I, I was just I just liked what Lolita Banana was was offering. But, but what is like, the reference that she was trying to give us? Well, the the reference is actually even better because it is linked to um, HIV and you know AIDS research because. Um, so uh, Milan released a video which was called Je te rends ton amour, I give you uh, your love back, uh, where she wore like this crochet red cat suit that made it look like uh, she was covered in blood. And like the clip was very controversial. Uh, it was censored um, during daytime because it was blasphematory uh, towards the, ca- the Catholic Church. Well, it was considered like that. Um, and so they only showed a shortened version on TV. And so Milen took it in her hands. She was like, well, I'm going to release this video on VHS. Um, she sold 70,000 uh, copies of that VHS. She kind of did like Madonna. Uh, With did. Justify My Love, when, when Justify yeah. My Love was, was banned from MTV. And then she exactly. made like a whole bunch of money by selling the VHS. Smart yeah. bitch. I like her. I like yeah. her. Let's make and something so money, contra- Oh, the, the money? money was the money was not, she did not take the money. She gave all the profits to Sidaction, which is a French association who raises awareness for AIDS and HIV research. So, like you know, she, she it just went with the message that Lolita was carrying throughout the episode. It's amazing. That is amazing, and um, it's really great because, like, with. Tech, medical technology and advancements, we have the proper medicine to take people's viral loads and make them undetectable, which means that they uh, are so low that you can't even find the virus anymore, which means that they can't mm. transmit it and that they can live healthy lives as long as they stay on their medication. And that's it's no longer the death sentence it used to be no. in the in the no. 70s and 80s so uh hopefully with Lolita Banana's message we can help uh, combat the stigma that comes with being HIV positive Absolutely. yeah um I thought Lolita Banana was going to win the challenge to be honest, because you know, she is the dancer, she to is the performer, honest. and her performer, her and her runway came with this such a strong message. But our maxi challenge winner is Soa Demuse, who oh, is man. just you know she's yeah. a powerhouse yeah. when it comes to yeah. it. So yeah, and she did give us two looks on the runway, you know, and I I love that red that red coat that embroidered coat. Like I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. That could have been a double win, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they could have given like a, a double win to both of them, or maybe just make the whole group win because that bottom oh. placement for Ellipse was yeah. not it. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, what was ooh. that about? Did they just want to get her, get rid of her? Yeah, I think yeah, that's I, what it was. honestly, like you really? can see the strings right now because like yeah. I, I don't see why she was in the bottom. Like her reference was great, and then like she did great in the challenge too to me they should have went with like all all, like the first three girls like the pop group they should have been they should have all been low or in the bottom uh, up for elimination (laughs) yeah 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 especially because like with like la grande dame like they didn't really get the reference for yeah um for her runway and like she was in the 
in the worst group and they should have just been like, okay, look, you the we're judging in groups because you're a girl group. But they don't want to lose her. Well, of course, because I, I think she's going to win the whole damn show. Yeah, but... and she has the most followers and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they just, and maybe, I'm, I, and I'm also like a huge fan of Big Bertha and she just was in the bottom. So like, it, they were probably trying to keep, you know, save her. Um, Unfortunately, it's Ellipse and Paloma oh. in the bottom. And they have to lip sync their lives to an unlicensed song <laughs> in our in our region. This is two weeks ago. No, I was oh. gagged when I saw it on Twitter. I was like, really? Another week? Like, are we being this iconic right now? Like, yeah. I think so. Uh, I, the, the French. I think what it is is the French are you know like I love the I love this uh, season of Drag Race France, but I I think the French are just like. We are. We don't even give a shit about any other country, so we're not even gonna let them see. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> well, they like, can't I even hear our music. Like maybe they're protective. We're, we're maybe protective of our culture. I don't know, but like I, I don't have an explanation. Last week I had an explanation. I don't have an explanation for this one. And it, it was a, it was a mel, mel, melin song, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Liberty. And if she's the most famous singer pop star in France, you don't think they could find some song that they could have used? I, I don't know, honestly, like, because and I, I don't know if the problem comes from WoW or if it comes from like the French the... channel. I, I don't really know what's going on with that, but like uh, and I, I don't know. I don't have I, no explanation for you guys. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it's probably World of Wonder because they're just probably like wait, you, you want us to pay how much? How much? Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, fresh out. No one gives a <laughs> shit. Yeah, play the clown music. <laughs> but so, uh, just for like little context for you guys, the song uh, was Libertine, and uh, it's a song about being libertine. I don't know if we can say that in your in English. Uh, being a whore, basically. Oh yeah. We know that. <laughs> Yeah. A, a song about sexual liberation of women and it was very controversial because like she released that in 86 if i'm correct and you know people were still very attached to traditional values so so she yeah. she was yet, yet yet again very controversial but very right in doing so you know leo here in vegas it's legal yeah. to be a whore <laughs> Well, that's, that's why Latrice is out in Vegas right now. <laughs> Baby, I'm trying to sell it. <laughs> she got to pay that mortgage yeah. for her fucking mansion down in Florida, down in Miami. Why the wasn't the song licensed in 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 uh, Vegas then? That's like, what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, our queen going home this week is Ellipse. Ellipse. Um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of it weird. weird. It's a weird elimination. Uh, yeah, but like yeah. ultimately, like we're it's starting to like whittle down. And to the ones that they want to keep. No, sure. it's the ones they want to keep. And and to to be honest, Ellipse is kind of she's more of the quiet one. Yeah, like she doesn't get much. Uh, she doesn't get much airtime uh, air in in don't the confessionals. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I, but it you know feel. what? It doesn't make sense with the storylines they were setting up in the previous episodes. Like, it didn't make sense. I'll talk about it in my chat of the week, but... Okay. 
Okay. It doesn't make sense. Well, uh, and with that being said, let's take a break so we can get into this chop of the week. <laughs> Honey, I want to know what you have to yeah, say, Leo. Yeah, we got the chop. 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 Girl, you got the chop. We are back, and each week we are going to highlight our top and our chop of the week, our favorite and least favorite moments of the fifth episode of season one of Drag Race Prime. Nikki Dolls Drag Race. <laughs> um, so let's get into this. Um, our tops of the week. Top moments, top girls. Okay, well, I'm going to just say here, my top moment is Nikki Doll's mullet. (laughs) In the workroom. Did she have extensions? She had to, uh, yes. Bitch, it grew. Yeah, in a week, it grew substantially. But it looked good. I love this look. (laughs) I love the look on Nikki Doll. I saw her and I was like, Yep, that's my top. I don't even need to see the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love, I love all of Nikki Doll's looks, even in the workroom when she is just wearing the fashions, the, the boy fashions. I love it. Yes, yes. Yes. I top that, Nikki Doll. All right, Nikki Doll. Yes. Um, I am topping um, Lolita. Thank you for sharing, bringing awareness, mm. and then not only just delivering such a powerful message, but like it being cohesive and consistent throughout the entire runway. And she showcased that it was enabled to like, you know, use it all together, tie it all together with the challenge. And I think that mm. um, she came out really on top. This, uh, like, for me. Um, yeah, it was for her. It was it was her for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a great week yeah. for her. So brave to go out onto international television mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. divulge this information, which you know you have every right to keep private. You know what yeah. I mean? But like sharing this message and telling her story is going to change so many people's lives and help us get over the stigma of HIV and AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my top two, honestly. Like the just the message and like the also the moment where they were like talking about it in the workroom and t- saying like, yeah, like obviously this is a topic that we talk about in the LGBTQIA community, but also like straight people have to do the work. Mm. Like they were saying, like straight people have to get tested to you know wear protection, you know, like everything. And I don't know, it's just. To me, it is great that this show, which is on French public service, uh, just tackles, you know, these kind of topics uh, and address it, you know, with the lens of the LGBTQIA community, but also speaks uh, of it in a broader, yeah, to a broader audience. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. Yeah. Way to go, Paloma. I mean, Banana. Lita. Oh my god. My brain is like falling apart. It's early, Heidi. It's early. It is early. It is early. Okay. But what about our chops? We gotta have some chops, girl. Oh, you already know mine. Oh, what's your what's your chop? I'm mad at this. I still I haven't heard the song with the lip syncing too oh. in two weeks. So I, th- I thought lip- it was gonna be Oceana Aqua Black's shoes, but oh, um... <laughs> it's just as bad as the song, this, this licensing for the I... song. I 
Oh, it's annoying. I, I could forgive it for one episode, yeah, but this but was this is not nice. it. Yeah, no. no. And Nikki, uh, Nikki said it would be the last one, though. She she said on Twitter, like, don't come at us. It's the last one. But, okay. like, there should have been none. There should have been none. There should have been Which, none. We should have like, planned you, this a how, little how bit better. That? Or World of Wonder should have coughed up the, the rights to the music. It's, it's so weird. It's weird. It's just weird. It's weird because it's like, it, this is like the thing that you see that like is how the queens can save themselves. And they're like <laughs> mouthing the no words. It's the most important pinnacle moment of the show. It's yeah. the, that's the whole, the lip sync for your life is the pinnacle point of the show. Like, this is how you see what the girls are going to do, what their skill level is, and if they're going to be able to save themselves. Yeah. And I can't and tell because I, there's no... And no. It's, the, it's their last chance to show the world what they do on the stage in an actual drag show. You know what I because mean? Like this is, it really mm. is your calling card. Like, for a drag queen, this is your calling card moment. This is how the, the club owners are going to book you. This is how they're going to know if you're going to turn out the cl- their, their event or whatever. And to not get a clear picture, I'm like... Yeah. It really does but, a disservice to the show, and it does a real big disservice to, to the, the queens. Yeah. yeah. But mind you, in France, it's not called Lip Sync for Your Life. It's called Legendary Lip Sync. And I mean... It's that, because, like, what's more legendary than no lip sync? That part. <laughs> that yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boo. Boo. Boo to that. Leo, what is your, what is your okay, chop? Okay, yeah, yeah, tell us all about what you're going to Okay, so, I mean, you guys, obviously, were on Drag Race, and you guys watched a lot of Drag Race. And so, to me, like, in the third episode, Bertha and Ellipse were both starting to doubt themselves. And we all know what happens when two queens start to doubt themselves. One of them just goes to the top and the other one like fumbles and gets eliminated two or three episodes later. Like that yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. So next episode was Snatch Game. Ellipse goes to the top, Bertha goes to the bottom. So the, the logical following of that would have been like Ellipse slaying this week, which she did. And Bertha not slaying as much and maybe getting into the bottom again and getting eliminated. I will agree that Bertha was not the worst of her girl group. However, Ellipse didn't deserve to be in the bottom. And it doesn't make sense with like the way the show is usually constructed. And I mean, maybe it's because it's the first season and, you know, they don't like it's a new team that never worked on the show. And so they don't have all like Hmm. the like the automatisms that the Drag Race US team has. Um, but yeah, like to me, like it doesn't make sense with what we've seen from those two queens from the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. So that's my job. Mm, it makes sense because like, you know, sense. we're watching this from week to week and like there are stories that are being told and, you know, like you start a story, but if you don't finish it, it's like, what, yeah. what's the point? Or exactly. if, a, if a storyline comes out of nowhere, you just like, where, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. That and they sense. did that last week, too. Well, I, let me give you my chop, and it's not as like... My chop is, La Big Bertha wasn't wearing goddamn lashes. Chop! She should have been in the what? bottom. She wasn't wearing lashes for her runway. I was like zooming in. I was squinting. What? I was like, is she not... Something's off with her makeup. She wasn't oh, wearing lashes. Oh, 
I didn't clock that. I did. I was like, what's wrong with her face? What's wrong? She wasn't wearing lashes. Chop, 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 Big Bertha. With all that facial hair, you couldn't have trimmed off a little bit of beard and glued it to your lids? Come on, girl. Oh my God. Le chop. Well. Well, there you go. There you have that. Well, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for listening to the chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast apps. You can send us emails. We might read it on the show. Email latrisamanila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And Leo Pold, where do we follow you? At Dolpeos, D-O-L-P-E-O-L-S, everywhere. Yes! Go follow this cute ass. Yeah. And we'll, I have a we'll... very funny post that I posted this weekend. Oh, I did. I, thought, Latrice... I saw that. Yeah. Oh, Trilla. Well, we'll see you all next week. It's it. now. Who gets the chop? M. Oh. M. Mom. To listen to The Chop one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. The Chop is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. And produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Celio. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.